Welcome back, everybody. Another week. Another tough, tough matchup. I mean, that that game was very hard to watch. Your man, Brent Bates here with you, uh, running solo. Drake's Dre got some personal things he's taking care of. So, I'll be running the show with Dolo this week. And, um, I don't know where to start. Football team gets demolished by Buffalo. 43-21. Game was never close. It never really felt like we had a chance. I mean, maybe a slight, like, a slight glimmer of hope. But then it was quickly doused by a legitimately good team. Let's just get straight into it. Let's start with a quick recap of the game. First drive, another first drive score. We just give up eight plays, 75 yards, four minutes. Capping it off with Emmanuel Sanders beating us over the top for a 28-yard TD score. And that just summed up the day pretty, pretty well. Drive D-line could get little to no pressure. Well, let me let me just be honest. They got no pressure. I, I keep trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and say little. There's no pressure. There's no pressure on that first initial drive. Bills go down to score. Then offense goes essentially three and out, you know. And then they march right back down and score. It's 14 nothing. Then it's 21 nothing. Then we're just looking up at the sky, and that just basically starts us off where we were at for the day. Yeah, this was just a this was a rough week to be a fan of the team, man. This is one of the most more demoralizing games of the Ron Rivera era. This was this this wasn't supposed to happen at this point. We're not supposed to be getting legitimately beat down like legitimately like we don't belong on the same field with this team and I know people say oh Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender people are really high on them but people were also really high on us so for the fact that we're just getting boat raced and embarrassed I don't know what to say I mean everybody I'm sure you all saw the game we (laughs) we understand what this was but let me just go ahead into the keys and whether or not we actually achieve them. And I'm sure you all know what the answer is. So our first key to success to thought would help lead to a Bills victory was us winning the turnover battle. And all in all, we unfortunately... Did not. We lost. We had three turnovers. Logan Thomas had the fumble, and Heineke had the two interceptions. They weren't good. I, I can forgive. I mean, you know, people, I know you guys going to beat me up. Oh, you can forgive Thomas for his turnover, but you don't hold. You hold Heineke. Super, I mean, to be fair. Logan had a fumble. It's a fumble. I, I, I can live with that. But Heineke throwing two interceptions. One of them specifically was it's just terrible. I don't know where you were looking at. I don't know where he was trying to go with that. Some people say he was trying to make a play. I'm like, man, 
just just throw it away. <laughs> Did not win the turnover battle. We got. <laughs> I mean, how could we win the turnover battle? Josh Allen was just untouched, looking like an MVP candidate against our defense. Um, our third down efficiency on offense was horrible. I mean, legitimately horrible. We're two of eleven. Where, in comparison, Buffalo was nine of fifteen. It's ridiculous at this point. The defense cannot get off the field whatsoever. I mean, get into it a little bit later. But the the defense. I mean, Chase. I don't know if you got contained, and that's what you're doing, but. I mean, I think there was only one time where, you know, the Ron Payne, just so I'm not just beating everybody up on the defense, Ron Payne, to me, had a fairly decent game. Uh, getting some pressure on the middle, but no one was there on the outside when Josh Allen had to actually move outside. I don't know what's going on with the D-line, whether it's a scheme change, whether, because at this point, you need to just, Scrap whatever they're trying to do right now. Chase is going up the field. The offensive line is literally saying, okay, speed rush me, and then I'm going to just push you right past the QB once you get by me. And at that point, now Josh Allen, and we saw this on the on the touchdown pass. He's literally just sitting, moving in the pocket, and then he hits, that, he hits uh, Devin Knox for a touchdown because there was no outside contain. Chase got the wash behind the play. He's just scrambling to his scrambling to his right, looking, looking, and then fires to his left to somebody that ended up getting open in the zone, which I'm sick of us running. Please, let's stop running zone, please, please. But Montez gets getting no pressure. Uh, Jonathan Allen. I mean, I don't want to say I I I see what if he's doing a good job. I mean, he's not. I see him. He's not making any, like, turn defensive plays to change the tide in our favor. But I, I see the interior guys, the outside guys, you got to get home. You got to get home. Linebackers, you got to get out of zone. You got to stop putting them in zone. They're, the opposing teams are just sitting on that. This, then that just leads me into the second key that we had that we were not able to accomplish actually keeping Josh Allen contained. Now, he only had four rushes for nine yards, but in that contain, you need to keep him from extending plays, and we did not do a good job of that. Like I said, it was to the point where I didn't know if it's a scheme thing, and that's what we're specifically trying to do, or if you know, I, I don't know. I had no answer. Because it's like, if there was ever a little bit of pressure, he just steps up and steps out. And these extending plays, is rest- at that point, it's a scramble drill. And we can do nothing with that. Legitimately, we can do nothing with that. So, you know, I'm ironically enough, like Dre pointed out in the last episode, Emmanuel Sanders was the one that did us dirty. Dirty. Not oh, to, to be fair, Cole Beasley eight two. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders five for ninety four, two TDs on six, six targets. That 
listen, y'all, y'all hear that? L- listen, he had six targets, five catches, ninety-four yards, two TDs. Ridiculous! It's ridiculous. How does that happen? Stop running zone. Secondary, what are you doing? I don't. I, I, at this point, they all look lost and confused. But oh wait, Cole Beasley, thirteen targets. Hey, listen carefully, y'all. On thirteen targets, he had eleven catches for ninety-eight yards. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! I guess I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what we do, but we have to figure something out. Legitimately, legitimately, just disheartening at this point. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> On to key number three, uh, Terry McLaurin versus Tredavious White. We legitimately said. Terry can't win that matchup. Who steps up on the offensive side of the ball and catches the ball for us? And the answer was no one. Not to be fair, my man Gibby had that that screenplay that he took to the house. Great. Loved it. Loved it. But I'll get into that a little bit later after we go through the keys and I try to pick some positives out of this. Damn, that was terrible. No wide receiver was able to really step up. And to be fair, Buffalo's defense is nice. Like, they have a legitimately strong defense. We we knew that going into this. But if we want to be better, if we want to be better than what we've been in the past I don't know, my whole life, <laughs> my my whole existence, we know. That was a big fat no. So far, we are 0 for 3 on our five keys to success. So you might see how the score ended up being the way that it was. Our next key was run the ball to protect the defense. Would anybody like to know? How many, uh, not to be fair, we ran the ball more than we passed the ball, but that was nothing to write home about. Gibby, my man, 12 carries for 30, 31 yards, have to do better, have to do better. JD, 3 for 23. Haneke had 8 rushes for 21 yards, and Campson's had 1 for 7. Deami Brown had one for minus four. So 25 total carries, 78 yards. That is not going to get it done. That is not going to get it done. In comparison, Buffalo had 33 rushes for 122 yards. So... You just got to do better. I wanted Antonio Gibson to have 80 to 90% of the offensive total snaps. Um, Of course, that didn't happen because once we were down, then you saw more uh, 
JD McKissick because we were passing more often. And, you know, he got majority of the carry, so I can't complain about that. I just wish it would have been, it would have developed a little bit better. But, like I say, what can you say? And our, so of course, oh, for four for the five keys. Then our fifth key was slow down Stefan Diggs. To be fair, we didn't slow him down. They just went somewhere else. <laughs> Stefan was still had ten targets, six catches, sixty-two yards. Um, but like I said earlier, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, they just legitimately all just took his carry. I mean, took his catches, stepped up, and ate us alive. Um, Landon Collins looked terrible again. Bostic looked terrible again. And Kendall Fuller, I'm 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 about sick of him at this point. Like I don't know what happened. Like last year he, he's playing he played way better last year. I don't know if it's a scheme thing. I don't know if he's not healthy. I don't know what it is, but this is terrible. He's playing horrible. Like, Landon Collins, I just don't think he's that good. I expect him more from Fuller. You know, I don't think Bostic is that good. So, him playing this bad is actually extremely concerning to me. But, so, the after recapping our five keys, we literally went over 5. So, it doesn't surprise me that we got a 22-point beating with... Uh, with Josh Allen legitimately sitting out the last five to six minutes of the game on the bench. You know what? The whole defense. I, I knew this was going to happen, so I think that they deserve this. What happened to the defense? A.B., tell them. Oh, he got his ass cooked. <laughs> he got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like surprised? that. Huh? He got cooked. <laughs> Are you surprised? I told her everybody was going to get cooked. The whole defense cooked, cooked everybody. It's just <laughs> terrible. I'm just throwing my papers because this is ridiculous. <sighs> now that we got through the five keys, we can actually talk about the game. It was... Well, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm start with the positives. On on the bright side, can we please just work Antonio Gibson in the passing game more? He took a screen and took it seventy five yards. I'm sorry, seventy three, seventy three yards to the house. Give him a ball. I don't know how many times I gotta say it. I don't know if I gotta yell it. Just give him the ball. It's driving me crazy that we got this. Talent and we refuse to use it. Just refuse to use it. I'm, 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 I'm trying to think of positives. I'm, I'm really trying to think. There, there aren't many. Like that play was a positive. Uh, the onside kick. Well, it wasn't an onside kick, but the, the the recovering the kick, that was a positive. I mean, you know, 
it helped us make it helped us feel like we had a chance when realistically we had no chance. So I mean, I guess I guess that's cool. I I don't I don't I don't really know how else to put that. So So at this point I'm I'm, I'm out of positives legitimately. So let's just talk about the defense. No pressure. Terrible coverage. Blown assignments. Only thing we need now is infighting. Like I just like at this point, I just need somebody to get into it on the sideline and just blow up at each other. Because at that at this point, that's that's all that's left. I I don't understand what's happening. I mean, the offense they didn't look good, but they look better than the defense, and that's saying a lot. Because the offense struggled all day. And I'm legitimately at a loss for words because we have Atlanta coming up. And yeah, you know, I'm not going to pick us to beat them. But after that, you have the Saints. You have, what, the Saints, KC, Green Bay. Then you got uh, Denver. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm not looking at the schedule, but the schedule gets super tough. And, yeah, we'll probably be able to uh, beat. No, no, no. We we have a, the best chance to beat Atlanta and legitimately be 2-5 and five at the bye. It's crazy. So, you know. I'm going to just go through each part of the defense. And just, you know. Defensive line, Chase, Tez, legitimately giving us, I don't want to say nothing, because I can see, I can see the effort, but I, like I said, I, at this point, I feel like the scheme is just all types of, the, you know, so I, I, I see they're trying, but I don't know what we're doing. I really don't. So, linebackers, they can't do it. None of them. They can't. I mean it. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm ready to give up on Hokum. I'm ready to give up on Bostic. And, you know, I call him Jamie. But Davis, I was like, just give him his, like, he's a rookie. So, he's going to have to earn his lumps. But these other two. I'm not feeling it. They're not convincing me that they they want. I mean, you know, Cole Holcomb's having ten tackles, but he's he's chasing Kendall Fuller's got seven got got seven tackles, and I'm like, that's not good, Kendall. That means they're targeting you. But no, let me let me get into this. I don't like at this point defense. I mean, offenses are legitimately targeting Kendall Fuller, John Bostic, and they're playing off of Landon Collins. They're legitimately saying, what is Landon doing? Because he's going to tell you what he's going to do. Who's on Bostic? Whatever, whoever we got, whoever we have on this play going over top of the Bostic, that's the, that's the first read. Because he's not going to stick with him. 
Then you have Kendall Fuller. Like, if your best, if your second best receiver, because Emmanuel Sanders was lined up on Kendall Fuller so many times. Now I know you're running zone, but I mean, push off, do something, hold them. I don't care. Just don't like stop giving up these blo- broken zones. I, I I don't understand it. You guys are practicing all week, and this is what we're getting. It's ridiculous. I don't know what to say. Like this episode is probably going to be one of our shorter ones because at at this point, what is there to say? This is, <laughs> I mean, this is all. This is this this is just bad. This this loss is going to go up there with the Patriots loss, that Kansas City beatdown, that that terrible. I, I'll never forget it. I was there that night when we played. Michael Vick and Deshaun Jackson, and he literally, like, they literally destroyed us on Monday night, and I'm like, this feels just like that. This legitimately feels just like that. So, I'm, I'm, this is going to be the quickest recap that you guys probably get all year, but at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this game. I'm done. I, I can't say much more. So, we're going to our five keys for the Atlanta game. Uh, Key number one, the defense has to show up at this point. You're getting Matt Ryan, a suspect offensive line. And yeah, I know they have offensive weapons, but I need to see pressure. I need to see Matt Ryan uncomfortable. Because if not, with these next games coming up, you legitimately have to wonder what the defense, like, if we're really going to be the worst-ranked defense in the NFL. Because if you guys haven't, if anybody doesn't know, we are the worst-ranked defense in the NFL. Deservedly so. So, the defense has to step up. I need to see pressure. On the back end, I need the secondary. Because for as much as people want to talk about how how much the defensive line is struggling, it's understandable with the secondary playing as piss poorly as they have been. So I want to see no. I want to see zero blown coverages. I want to see less zone. I'd rather you play man up and just get beat that way than run this damn zone and people don't understand their responsibilities and someone's just running free. It's no way. It's no way. People want to talk about oh going into the second key, slowing down uh, Atlanta's playmakers. People want to talk about uh, Kyle Pitts. If I know my team, and I think I do, Cordell Patterson is going to be an issue for us. <laughs> you know, speed gives us problems. And... And uh, players that line up and can do different things give us problems. And if you ask me, they're, they're slot, even though he's playing a lot, even though Cordell, play, it, Cordell is playing a lot of running back, so to say, uh, he's really their slot receiver. And if I know one thing about my team for watching them all this time, the slot 
gives us issues. I mean, we saw this week with Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, when they lined up in the slot, we had nothing. Cordell Patterson will be an issue. I still think that uh, Calvin Ridley will be able to get his. Um, I don't. I, Kyle Pitts, he's still adjusting. Uh, I'm, I'm going to defer to Shannon Sharp on this because he, he spoke about it and he's like, it takes a while for tight ends to really understand, uh, especially transitioning from the college game to NFL. It takes a while, so, you know, he'll have catches, though, but I don't see him being breaking our team. Uh, the third key... The offense got to, the offense has to shine. Uh, y'all know I'm not a big fan of Taylor Heineke. Uh, he has to step up and show he got that 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 it factor that you all like to talk about. He has to show that this week because I feel like this is going to be a shootout. Um, 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 that secondary has me so uncomfortable. Our linebackers have me so uncomfortable that I I think it's going to be a shootout, and I need the offense to be able to put up points. Fourth key, I'm gonna say it again: we have to win the turnover battle. Now. <laughs> that turnover battle could be 1-0 or we just don't turn the ball over. Matter of fact, I'm a, let me change that. We have to protect the ball because the defense is, I don't see the defense taking the ball away. So we have to protect the ball because we can't give anybody free points. I mean, we already got to win with this the way this defense is playing. We got to win shootouts. So we can give nobody no free points. And then the fifth key to the Atlanta game. We have to control the tempo. When I say I need us to score points, I need drives, long, sustainable drives. I I'm truly I'm truly worried about our our defense long term. I don't know, uh, like I said, I don't know what's going on, but something is going on within that locker room on the defensive side of the ball. Things just aren't clicking. So, and to win that that possession game, give Gibby the ball. I'm going to beat the drum all year. Give Gibby the ball. He needs it. Just keep giving it to him. You know, I like I like Heineke. Well, I, I, I'm not a fan of Heineke, but I like the way he plays. Give Gibby the ball. So those are the five keys for us to beat Atlanta. Just to go into and examine this matchup a little bit more, Atlanta's offense is giving up. They're, they're, Matt Ryan has been sacked one of the uh, he's been sacked maybe the, the fifth most times in the NFL so far seen a lot of QB pressures um, while that's happening he has, he's not turning the ball over a ton 
and Atlanta has zero run game. So it's it's legitimately, and I I don't I don't want to make it seem like I'm downplaying Smithies. I like the uh, I like him coming from Atlanta. It, it it just isn't working out. They can't run the ball, and that's been the issue with them for a while. So, you know, it's... <sighs> so, defensively, Atlanta is getting cooked, torched, and... <laughs> barbecued at this point, so the offense has to be able to put up points. I mean, they need to impose their will on that defense. And, I mean, I I think that we can. I look for Terry to have a good game. I look for Logan to have a good game. Uh, You know, maybe Humphreys has a couple of catches for us. Gibson Gets a couple of passes. I know he probably won't have another one, another seventy some yard touchdown, but get him the ball, please. It's it's gonna be a, a rough rough day if we can't pull this out. Mm-mm. Yeah, guys, I mean, at this point, uh, I've already talked to uh, Dre, and he's going to be updating us on uh, quarterbacks coming out of college this year because this looks terrible. Like, I'm sure you all can hear it. This is, this is disheartening, and, and, and no matter what we do in Atlanta, unless we blow them out and the defense holds them to, like, 17 points, Maybe less than that. I'm. I don't see this tone changing. I mean, like I said, I I see us losing. I see us losing the shootout. I have it, thirty four to, thirty four to thirty one. Us losing. Not even a last second field goal. Uh, we're trying to, you know, get in field goal range as as time runs out or or. We're trying to get in the field goal range as we don't convert on a fourth down and the game is over. Atlanta wins. We drop to one in four, one in three, potentially looking at one in six going into the bye. So, yeah, if if Dre's able to work his uh, stuff out and become free, I'll bring him on to get his take. But at this point, I think that this is a good place to wrap the show. We'll we'll come back and talk after Atlanta, everybody. I, hopefully, we have something to, to be excited about because this team has done it again where they legitimately build you up and then take away all of your enthusiasm early in the season. I mean, this happened last year, so there's always a chance for us to rebound, the defense to get right. But, I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any reason to believe that this year. 
So, got our five keys for success to beat Atlanta. We got the the Brent Bates score prediction. A 31-34 loss in Atlanta to drop to one and three. But as I said, here's hoping that that works out better for us. And yeah, everybody, I'll see you guys next week when we recap the Atlanta game. Just so everybody knows, basketball season is coming and the Wizards will be woeful. But we'll get into all of that too. So, all right, everybody, be safe.